Well, good morning. Glad you could join us again this morning for some more of this um, wonderful letter. Well, the letter, a part of Revelation, the, the the epistles, the letters written to the churches that we're we're working our way through this week. Let's pray and see what the Lord has for us this morning. Yes, still by the seaside. <laughs> I'll be back in the loft soon. Um, let's pray before we start. Lord Jesus, I, I'm so provoked your opinion of your church what you say about your church and i'm really challenged for us as a church family as thinking of uh, just where we're at after t two strange years of covid lord we, we want to hear your voice we want to be alert to what you're saying to us so please help us this morning and speak to us that we would be pleasing to you both personally individually and as a church family in Jesus name Amen yes I said yesterday I'm, I'm really I am challenged by this thought what does Jesus think of our church family what what does he say it, it, it's challenging isn't it I don't think he'd be too he wouldn't say too much about how big we are how professional we are how rich we are he, he wouldn't I don't think those would even be on his agenda and I think perhaps many of the things that we spend a lot of our time on he perhaps wouldn't uh, yeah they might not impress him either so let's have a little look let's go a bit further the letter to the Ephesians um, we, we said that I said yesterday that um, in each of these letters there's a bit of a pattern some of the attributes of who Jesus is now from chapter one and then a, a, an encouragement bomb well, mostly there's an encouragement then there's a challenge then there's a provocation and then there's a promise at the end um, so this little pattern of just the kindness of the Lord Jesus in wanting to see his church flourish so we read yesterday um, I know your deeds your hard work your perseverance isn't that lovely he knows those things he's walking amongst the candlestick he's walking among the church he's walking when you're there in the children's work and no one else sees what you're doing he sees it he's there when you're serving in the kitchen he's there when you're you're privately individually reaching out to someone blessing them in some way he's there he sees it he loves it he commends it beautiful so I know your deeds, your hard work, your perseverance. I know you cannot tolerate wicked people and you've tested those who claim to be apostles but are not and have found them false. You've persevered and have endured hardship for my name and you haven't grown weary. Just to remind you, this is Ephesus. It was a tough time. We think COVID's been tough. What they were going through was very tough. The Romans were persecuting Christians. Um, marginalizing them perhaps they were losing their jobs um, because they wouldn't worship the Emperor um, the Emperor worship was just beginning here so it was tough and Ephesus as well as you, I'm sure you've heard many times it was uh, totally dominated by the uh, temple of Diana Artemis which uh, I mean goodness I, I don't want to go into details but put it this way there was the the, fee, the, the the naked female form was everywhere in the city and all around this temple and there was what we call cult prostitution going on it, it was blatant it was just that's what that city was like it wasn't easy to be a christian there really really 
and this is look what look what the Lord Jesus says. I know you can't tolerate wicked people. They were they were determined to live differently. That they weren't just going to be like everybody else in the culture. It's a challenge for us, isn't it, in our culture? Which, yeah, we, we it takes it, it's it's it takes determination, doesn't it, and godliness, not to drift into the way of the culture around us. And so, but they're being commended. You know, I, I know you can't tolerate wicked people. You've tested those who even claim to be apostles. There's some people who are making out to be. Christian leaders who were not living well. Um, I don't want to say too much about this, but unfortunately we do see Christian, Christian leaders of high renown falling into immorality and all kinds of things. Anyway, keep moving. I know you can't tolerate wicked people. You've taken your stand. You've tested those who claim to be apostles but are not, and you found them false. You've persevered. You've endured hardships. I wonder what that means. You've, you've lost your jobs because you wouldn't worship the emperor. You've been put out of the... the, 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 the you, you can't trade, whatever. I don't know. They, they wouldn't join in with the, the, just the way of the culture, and it was costing them. And Jesus says, I see it. I see it. I see it. And that should encourage us, you know, as we seek to take a stand in our culture no 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 that is wrong that's the but that's you know so many issues now aren't there in a culture around us where it's costly to say the bible says something different that's not what the bible says and and that's not right you've persevered you've endured hardship for my name and you've not grown weary <laughs> Oh, isn't that lovely? You've not grown weary. Perseverance, it, you know, it's, it's precious to the Lord. Persevering, holding on, even when you can't, when it's hard and you can't see the way through and you're tempted to fear. I've been thinking a lot about fear lately. Um, it, it, it's, it's such a weapon of the enemy, isn't it? And that these guys would have been tempted to fear with the, 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 the authorities coming down heavily all around them, people being carted off. Christians being carted off, losing their lives as well as their livelihoods. It'd be very easy to fear. And that's why you need a big vision of Jesus. That's why we need a big vision of Jesus in these dark days when it's so much evil um, around us. Um, it, it, you know, it's um, dear believers in Ukraine and, and so on. Look, a big vision of Jesus is so, so, so important for all of us if we're not to slip into fear. You've, you've not grown weary. Now, I don't know if I'm going to get into this this morning, but this, this really challenges me, verse 4. Yet I hold this against you. It's oh, a lovely commendation. We have this lovely, gracious, love your faithfulness, love your perseverance, love it, beautiful, I see it, I, I treasure it. Yet I hold this against you. You have forsaken the love that you had at first. I'm really, really, really challenged by that. I'm, I'm, I'm provoked by that, very provoked by that. Would the Lord Jesus say that about us as a church family? I hold this against you. You've forsaken the love you had 
at first. They may have had great meetings. They may have had all great activities going on around the church. I don't know. They may have... But this is what the Lord Jesus sees and speaks about. You've forsaken the love that you had at first. I wonder what how that showed itself. Well, first of all, we need to ask what what is that love? Is it is it a love for our neighbours, our friends, or is it a love for the Lord? Well, I think in the first instance, it's our love for the Lord. It's the greatest commandment, isn't it? Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and your neighbour as yourself. One flows from the other. And so here it is. I. I hope you have forsaken the love you had at first. The very, do you know, this is where it all be, this is where it all begins. If we've been born again, it be, the Christian life begins when we just get amazed and overwhelmed at the love of the Lord for us, the grace, the kindness. He, God so loved the world, gave His only Son. Whoever believes in Him shouldn't perish, but have everlasting life and that's where the Christian life begins oh Lord you love me you, you know my favorite quote from J.I. Packer not so much that I that I know him but he knows me my name's engraved on the palm of his hand and that, you know this is where the Christian life begins and they've moved away and, and this is the very thing that we're to to, 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 to be shaped by and changed by the love, the love of the Lord in us and through us and, and uh, touching other people and good works on their own just, just they, 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 they don't hack it. Forsaken the love you had at first. Actually, I want to come back to that next time because I'm hugely challenged by that personally and thinking of us as a church family and um, I'm going to pray for us as we go into today. Lord, we welcome you speaking to us. It's your grace and kindness that that causes you to speak to us. And speaking to this church at Ephesus, you've commended them, you've graciously encouraged them, but now you're you're challenging them because you've got something more and better for them. And I pray for us, Lord, as we go through today, I pray that those these words would echo, would, would reverberate through our hearts and minds. Have we lost our first love, our devotion to you, Lord? Is it grown a bit cold? Lord, I pray, I pray not just for us on the screen, but for us as a church family, that you'd speak to us, that we'd hear your voice about things that matter most at this time. So go with us today, I pray. The Holy Spirit be speaking to us and warming our hearts with your purposes for us. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Oh dear, I've overrun again. God bless. Have a great day and uh, hope to see you next time. Bye now.